Hello, we're back with 10 minutes of Talmud, and today we are going to learn about Moed Katan. So we'll say our blessing and be on our way. Baruch Atah Adonai, Eloheinu Melech HaOlam, Asher Kitshanu, B'mitzvotah V'sivana, V'asok Fidi Brit Torah. All right, we're in Yerushalmi, Moed Katan. Um, there's no uh, art scroll on this yet, so if you're just in a regular text we're on 10b in tractate Moed Katan. There is a really great resource that one of my students uh, introduced me to. It's called Yadid Nefesh and if you just type into Google Yadid Nefesh and then just type the word Yerushalmi, what you'll find is uh, a wonderful uh, source online of um, Yerushalmi with uh, dots and um, translation of the, the Aramaic and the modern Hebrew and uh, commentary and it, and it's just uh, it's just a beautiful thing. So it's um, it's really worthwhile uh, if you're if you can read it in Hebrew. Just just saying, it's a nice resource. Um, before we get to the morning. Uh, rituals, which is the main thing in Moed Katan. If you ever want to find out anything about Jewish attitudes about burial and mourning and, you know, Kriya and Shiva and Shloshim, Moed Katan it should be your very first stop. Yerushalmi, Bavli, everything. However, this is also the place where uh, we find the story of Rabbi Eliezer and the oven of Achnai um, in the Yerushalmi. And, you know, it's so yummy, I can't bear to pass it up. <laughs> so we'll do that first, and then we'll go on to the um, rules about mourning. Moed Katan is the rules about, uh, you know, the intermittent days of the festival, right? So, for instance, Passover has a big holiday, uh, no work at the beginning and at the end, but in the middle is kind of a half holiday. And the same with Sukkot. Um, the best way to think about that is, uh, think about the days between Christmas and New Year's, right? They're not holidays, right? Stores are open, people are doing stuff, but they're not exactly full-blown work days. People are traveling, the kids are out of school, right? It, 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 you know, they're somewhere in the middle, okay? Now, the story of Rabbi Eliezer and the Oven of Achnai in Moed Katan in Yerushalmi is on 10B in uh, the Pnei Moshe. Again, no art scroll on this. Sorry, they haven't gotten there yet. I'm sure they will. Um, and it's set in a Mishnah that um, talks about coming back from excommunication. So it's framed in a much more positive, uh, happy, happy frame. The idea is Rabbi Eliezer, yeah, he was excommunicated, but he's coming on back now, okay? All right, so right there at the top of uh, 10B. 
Big Sue Luna Dot at Rabbi Eliezer. So they wanted to excommunicate Rabbi Eliezer. So that's the first thing we learn in the story, right? They're setting it right up. Amar. Okay. Amri. So they say, Manasal Modale. Well, who's going to go tell them we want to excommunicate them? This is not an inconsequential question. Rabbi Eliezer is a spiritually powerful, powerful guy. And as we're going to see later in the story, he can kind of make, you know, lightning bolts come out of his eyes and meets trees, dance around. It's, you know, so, so being the person that notifies him that he is now kicked out of the one club to which he entirely devoted his life, kind of risky. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, Amar, Rabbi Akiva. So Rabbi Akiva says, Ana Azal I'll be the one that goes and tells him. Because Rabbi Akiva is his closest disciple, and, well, he is pretty spiritually powerful himself. So he, you know, if, if, if this is two guys with enormous force fields taking off on each other, although they don't, right, um, then it's going to be okay. Ata Legabe. So Rabbi Akiba goes and visits Rabbi Eliezer. Amar So he says to Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi, Rabbi, my teacher, my teacher, Chaverecha Medadin Lach. Your friends, your, your, your colleagues have have, have, you know, have excommunicated you. Just says it right out. In the Bible, he sort of dances around those details a little bit more, but here he, he sort of sidles up to the truth. Okay. Naste, nafakle, lavara. So Rabbi Eliezer hears this. Okay, he doesn't flip out the way he does in Bavli. In Yerushalmi, he says, Let's do an experiment. Let's let's treat this scientifically. All right. Let's 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 figure out whether I really should be excommunicated. You know, scientifically. Got to hand it to Rabbi Eliezer. Okay. Okay. Nafakle Lavar. They go outside. All right. So this is significant. Rabbi Eliezer, in this version of the story does not want to embarrass his colleagues. He goes outside of town. The only people that are going to see this experiment are Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Eliezer. All right, okay. All right, so they go outside of town and Rabbi Eliezer says, Amar, Charuvita, Charuvita, carob tree, oh carob tree. In eat a cream. Eat a cart. So he says, carob tree, carob tree, if the reliable tradition, because halakha, remember, means reliable tradition, doesn't mean law, reliable tradition is according to me, be uprooted. And it was uprooted. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, we're going to pick up here tomorrow. <laughs> Talk to you then. Bye.